Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And this is the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson and Luke McCarty, artofmoneyradio.com for more information on the McPherson Financial Group or to schedule that initial complimentary consultation. We appreciate you listening. Now, let's get to the show. Art McPherson, Luke McCarty. All right, help me out. I'm not invested in Bitcoin. I don't really understand it, even though you guys try to explain it to me. But I know over the past couple of weeks, there's been a lot of drama and cryptocurrency. Can you give me the Cliff Notes version? A lot of drama. Now, we, we have clients, we have, you know, potential people who just, you know, talk to us and ask us about crypto. And we always say, and we've said it on the radio, be careful. Mm-hmm. Well, here's a good example why. You know, one of the second largest exchange for crypto basically went insolvent and bankrupt. Now, when we say exchange, think of like, you know, Charles Schwab, Fidelity, TD Ameritrade, those are the exchange, you know, for stocks and bonds and mutual funds and things like that. Well, the crypto exchange essentially was a big, I almost want to call it a Ponzi scheme, <laughs> right? The, the CEO was funding his own uh, hedge fund with clients' money. Hedge fund was going under, clients lost money. There was a run on the exchange. And now it's zero and he was on the run. I think he's caught now, but I mean, it's a billions of dollars gone. Luke, he was just going to Argentina for a vacation. A vacation. Argentina, just, the Bahamas. Just to catch I mean, his breath. So what does that mean for the bottom line? Like how will this affect, you know, Bitcoin and crypto moving forward? Well, if you're an investor in that, you basically, whatever you've invested, it's gone if you weren't able to get your money out prior to this. So whatever you put in there is, it has no value. So one of the things that always bothered Luke and I about crypto is there's always a certain value. And I knew for sure on the actual Bitcoin itself because it was the one that had blockchain with it. So you had a a value to blockchain and there is a value there. But is it $20,000 value? You know, is it $500 a coin value? I have no idea. The rest of it was just, you know, optimism and pessimism on the actual currency itself. So we have seen Bitcoin fluctuate anywhere from three or $400 when it first came out all the way up to 65,000 a coin. But that's just supply demand and there is nothing. Um, you can get all kinds of manipulation going on. You got people like Elon Musk of the world that can put $35 billion into the Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. But if he can do that, that means he can also take 35 billion or 50 billion back out. Right. So when you get those kind of money flows, it can have all kinds of fluctuations and all kinds of uh, valuation shifts. And that's why he said, just be super, super careful because it's like the wild, wild west. And there is no government backing. There's no governing body and there's no guarantee for anything. So whatever you put in there, you better be willing to risk it because as we can now see with FTX going down, whatever anybody had in that platform, it's now gone. So you've said it before, Luke, that when it comes to crypto and Bitcoin is treat it almost like Vegas money. Go into it, have a little bit of fun, but don't like put the entire savings, the entire pension into Bitcoin. Correct. And so, you know, essentially it's kind of like the bank going under. So you you had your crypto coins at this exchange and the exchange went under. And do you know who had a Super Bowl commercial or maybe not Super Bowl, but a big commercial about this FTX exchange? Was that Matt Damon? Or was that it was probably Matt Damon, but I'm thinking Tom Brady and Giselle. That's right. They lost hundreds of millions is what has been reported. It's been a um, rough couple of months for Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, that has not been a good time. No. Bucks not has. playing great, getting divorced, losing the money. Other, if you want to go down the rabbit hole a little bit, Ukraine had a bunch of money in this FTX exchange. Huh. And you wonder where Ukraine got their recent money from? Uh, the United States. 
the United States. You know who the CEO of this crypto exchange was a big donor of? The Democratic Party? A political party, yes. Oh, well. (laughs) And it was the Democratic Party. It was the Democratic Party. Party. (laughs) So there's kind of this, I don't know if I want to say it out loud, but I mean, it's speculation, but that's what what it looks like. Those are some facts. So there's a lot of implications of this crypto exchange going down. And you've said it, we've talked, you know, Bitcoin and crypto for what feels like about two years now. And you've said it from the very beginning. Look, there are some opportunities with crypto, but there's also a lot of risk involved as well. So if you have questions about if Bitcoin could be or if crypto could be in your future, a, a good option, we'll give the team a call at 321-425-8550. The October CPI number eased the inflation number from 8.2. Now it's down to 7.7%. Uh, lower than expected. They thought it was going to be seven nine, but again seven seven. So the question is: Is this a sign that inflation is getting under control? It's a sign that potentially. I mean, you know, it's definitely coming down from the eight point one level to the seven point seven. So it's it's coming down a little bit. You know, I mean seven point seven. You know, back in February was a horrible number. Seven point seven today. Everybody's celebrating. Congratulations, Fed. You have it <laughs> under control. So, I think the markets had too much euphoria when it comes to it, and I think it's a little overreaction to some some good news. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's not bad news by any means. But the Federal Reserve still has a ways to go, and there were a couple of comments from the Fed saying, "Hey, we still have a ways to go. Let's not overreact." And, you know, there's there's even more layoffs and things coming now from other large companies. Things are starting to tighten more, slow down more, you know, but what that did for the market, you know, had a big run up in the market. The anticipation of the Fed raising rates at the same you know rate of rising has gone down a bit. And so now the Fed may not have to raise rates as much to get inflation down. But it's we still have make up a number five percent to go. Yeah. You know, get down to two to three percent range. There's still a lot of inflation baked in. Yeah, but we are much better than at nine point one, you know, where we mm-hmm. peaked in July. So it's nice to see it coming off the highs. Um, so it is finally nice to see the interest rate rises are starting to do its job. And now there's more optimism out there, Mark, that we could have a soft landing instead of a recession, um, which is what everybody doesn't want to see. Um, soft landing means we have some layoffs. We have some corporations cutting back in anticipation of things slowing down, but we don't have it wholesale. You know, you still have a lower unemployment rate. We don't have 12% unemployment. We still have, you know, very low numbers right now. And like to see it that way but we'll see you know we'll see what happens just like luke's talking about but it is it is a positive thing and that's why we saw the market react as positive uh the day that that news came out and i'm not proud that i saw seven seven percent as the inflation number i'm like all right little victories because we've been stuck in the eights for so long it does correct it it feels like a little victory it it is a little victory especially with you know, the unemployment rate's still really low. It's like 3.7. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where, where Art was getting to more of the soft landing. You know, maybe the Fed can tame inflation without big layoffs. Right. And, you know, that, you know, time will tell. Yeah. But the, the reality is over the past 12, 15, 18 months, if your portfolio is really taking a hit because of inflation number, these interest rates, the down economy, give the team at the McPherson Financial Group a call. Hey, let's take a look at your portfolio. Let's see what adjustments need to be made. And if you have that 500000 in assets, that initial consultation, no cost, no obligation to you. 321-425-8550, artofmoneyradio.com. Art McPherson, you just mentioned a recession, and I know you're hearing a lot. 
If we're going to be in a recession, how bad is it going to be? Well, I want you to hear this clip from Harvard economist Kenneth Rogoff, who offered this unfortunate pessimistic view, and he told Fox Business. You really have to look at the world, which is in bad shape. I mean, Europe's in high inflation, recession. So it's very hard for the United States to resist that. I mean, I worry that not only we're going to get a mild recession, I think the chances that we get a significant recession are really pretty high. So you were just talking about a soft landing. Some economists think that we're going to be into a bad recession. What's your take? Well, that is part of the game the Fed plays. You know, you have to be very, very careful when you start raising rates so rapidly. So if you kind of look what has happened the last three times the Fed did this, they typically will raise and then they'll plateau and then they'll have to drop again. Um, so they kind of overdo it, have to lay, you know, pause for a while and then start cutting back because things have slowed down so much. They have to kind of get the economy back up and running. Um, so will this be any different? I doubt it. Um, I think, you know, they're doing what they wanted to do, which is try to th slow things down by raising the cost of borrowing. Uh, you could have borrowed for a home back in December at three and a half percent. And right now it's over seven. So that has priced some people out of the market or other people are having to hit up grandma, grandpa, mom and dad. Mm -hmm uncle, sister, brother, nephew <laughs> to be able to get in the same home because it's so much more expensive. Uh, Luke and I were looking, you know, with a couple of clients and, you know, to borrow for a $500,000 house back in December, it was about $2,800 a month, including your escrow. And right now, if you did the same $500,000 house, it's about $4,200 a month. Ooh. So would you recommend, Luke, like with even though interest rates are high, the market's cooling just a little bit. And I know a lot of retirees like to downsize in retirement. Would you recommend now being a good time to possibly downsize with the lower cost of a house? It could be if you need to downsize because of your budget. Mm -hmm. You know, it may not be the best time to sell, even though, you know, your house value has gone up a lot over the last couple of years. You know, it feels like the peak of the, the housing market here in Brevard, you know, was several months ago. I've seen a lot of houses on the market now that are kind of reducing prices, but you know, if it comes down to your budget and if you can, you know, sell your house still at a, you know, a, a high premium from what things were before the federal reserve printed $8 trillion, you know, if you can still get quite a bit of money for your house, it could make a lot of sense to downsize, you know, especially with these, you know, these two hurricanes that came through, you know, if you're living on the water and you have, you know, a beautiful piece of property and you're tired of, you know, taking care of it, you know, now it could be a good time to, to get out of those. And, we like art. Yeah, art, art's pointing to me. No art. I can't buy your house. <laughs> no, no. What I was laughing at is you want to buy a house on the water. So I'm like, Luke's kind of like prepping the primer. I'm, I'm here. prepping the primer. I'd love to have a house in the water, but I know right now at seven percent is not a good time for Luke to, to replace my mortgage with a seven percent mortgage. So I've been telling a lot of people, unless you have a lot of cash to put down, um, be careful because your payment's going to be higher. But history tells us in a couple years rates will be low again. And you can refinance. So there's there's different programs out there. I've seen Rocket Mortgage had a decent commercial about you know getting a low a lower rate now and a, a guarantee refinance in a couple of years. There's there's some new strategies coming out. It's all about the wants and needs in retirement. Let's customize a plan so that you can achieve both. With the help from the McPherson Financial Group, we can get you there. 321-425-8550, artofmoneyradio.com. And Luke, now that the midterms are behind us, and we were talking a little bit earlier with Coach Julie about how, hey, give Florida credit. They did it right. You had election day, and before the clock struck midnight, you knew who won. So well done, state of Florida. So with midterms behind us, do you think that the Biden administration is going to officially come out and announce that we are in a recession right now? 
I don't think they'll announce something like that. I mean, what, what we were worried about is the Democrats holding the House, the Senate and the president and then, you know, changing the tax law. Mm hmm. But I think hopefully common sense will prevail and, you know, they won't want to get blamed for raising taxes into a potential recession. So they maybe won't go that route. But, you know, I think their terminology of things of what we've been told this year from either, you know, the the White House, you know, making up a definition of a recession or the Federal Reserve being wrong about everything. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a tough time right now in the political environment to. Um, you know, trust the things you're hearing. And of course, I missed the first part of the show. But, you know, how can Florida count faster than the rest of the world <laughs> or the rest of the country? Because we made <laughs> our election day. If you cheat, it's a felony. And nobody else did that. I mean, it seems so it seems sense. like nobody cheated in Florida. Huh. And there was a really big red wave in Florida. It's amazing how that happens. There was there. You'd have to think at some point we can vote online and vote with your phone and log into your make it up your Social Security website and vote. I mean, you got to no. it's got to be simplified for 100 years on Tuesday. You'd walk in there and vote. and You'd walk out and it was done fine for 100 years. And now there's so many different layers to voting. But hey, good on you, Florida. You got it right. Everybody predicted a red wave across the country. And it just happened in one part of the country. <laughs> <laughs> just here. Just here. Three, two, one. 425-8550. When you talk to clients, I know people are terrified to give up their paycheck. And 55% of those adults said they don't think they'll even be able to replace their paycheck once they retire. So when you talk to your clients in the communities that you serve, is that still the biggest fear about not being able to replace that paycheck? Absolutely, because back in the old days, you know, kind of in the 50s and 60s, even through the 70s and even kind of fell into the late 80s, you had a pension benefit. So when you went to work for somebody, typically you would when you really found your career job, you would work there for 15, 20, 25, sometimes 30 years. Well, when you work there for that period of time, you knew what percent of salary your pension was going to be. There was no worry about the paycheck. You said, okay, I know I'm going to get X for Social Security, and then I know I'm going to get X for my pension. So now what has happened with the whole pension reformation kind of that has been going on the last 40, 50 years it is basically taking the risk off the pension plans where the pension plans would calculate factor how much money needed to be set aside for you for your retirement now the actual employee is taking that on with his 401k so they're now allowed to put a certain amount every year away for their retirement but they don't really know they just know there's an x lump sum of money and then how do i take that lump sum of money and turn it into a retirement income that's going to last for the rest of my life that's why people have so much anxiety about that because they don't know how to create that income stream that can be guaranteed for life thanks for listening want more from art mcpherson of mcpherson financial group Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not 
a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A174725. Today's show has been a work of art. 